Diane Byrne, your host for this podcast series, in which we share conversations with interesting and inspiring people in the large yacht industry. Today, I'm pleased to welcome Patrick Coote, the Chief Marketing Officer for Northrop & Johnson, as well as the head of Northrop & Johnson Europe. Patrick is a familiar figure to many in yachting, having more than 25 years of experience with companies ranging from builders to designers and to ones involved in yacht sales, management, and charter. Plus, he's played key roles in initiatives like the Super Yacht Show. Northrop & Johnson, as I'm sure you know, specializes in a variety of services, which include Yacht Charter. As part of its senior team, Patrick is helping to define the company's global marketing strategy so that it can continue to grow. But like many businesses over the past few months, Northrop & Johnson experienced an impact on charter bookings due to COVID-19. However, with restrictions lifting and with people eager to get out and about again, especially to get out on the water, Patrick and the team have been letting them know what's available and where, while still being mindful of the practical concerns. We'll be discussing these, as well as how Northup & Johnson is making a concerted effort to bring newcomers into Yacht Charter in today's podcast. Patrick, welcome to Mega Yacht News Radio. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Let's get started. Uh, you know, now that the the COVID-19 cases have lowered dramatically around the world, I think people are definitely eager to get back out on the water again. Um, you know, we've seen it on our side in a bump up in our website traffic, and I'm sure your team has seen it as well. But that said, I think there's still um, some confusion among the average person as to what's fully open and what's open with some limitations. Just because there have been so many countries impacted and each country has had different restrictions and there are different stages of opening. So where can people charter right now as far as the most popular summer destinations are concerned? And are there any restrictions in place for some of these these destinations? Um, well, you say there's a bit of confusion out there. I, I would say that's putting it mildly. There is a, a massive confusion out there. I think there's a, a strong appetite amongst people who want to get out on the water, for sure. But people at the moment have not the faintest idea exactly where you can go, when you can go, if you can go. Um, you know, is there, are there quarantine measures? Are there not? Are there border controls? Are there not? Um, so there's, there's certainly an appetite. And we've seen a, a definite uptick in inquiries from people wanting to charter. But exactly as you say, there's total confusion generally about where you can charter. It's, it's mismatched information from government tourist boards, from government uh, foreign offices, from uh, yacht agents. It, it's all conflicting and it's all constantly changing. So um, it's very difficult. I mean, at the moment, um, probably the first out of the starting gate, if you like, has been Croatia. We've already operated a couple of successful charters in Croatia over the last uh, couple of weeks since they opened up. Um, that's been the easiest to get into uh, with the least restrictions because they, they felt that that was safe to do so. Um, and those have been very successful charters, so we've been very happy with that. But other places, it's a case of sort of watching day by day. You know, um, Italy is just beginning to uh, become accessible. Um, uh, but, you know, wh whether it's 
individual countries across the Mediterranean, whether it's Spain, Italy, France, Croatia, or anywhere else, um, it's really a, a case of watch this space. You know, we, we've just set up um, on our website, northwalkingjohnson.com, we've put a travel guide. So we've got a, a feed from all the government agencies uh, through to our team in Florida, who then give a daily update you know, are the beaches open so you can go and, go and look as a potential charterer and uh, choose your country and you can see are there border controls, are there quarantine restrictions, can we fly in with 12 people on a private jet or is it restricted to 10? Um, you know, what are the different rules across different islands in the Bahamas? Are the beaches open? Are the restaurants open? It, these kind of things everyone is asking. So we've, we've created this uh, travel guide to try and uh, help people get through the, the craziness. Very good. Yeah, that I'm sure a lot of people will appreciate. That's terrific. Good to know. You know, like we were just saying, because everything is so, you know, confusing and, and you don't know what's restricted in, in certain areas, I think that is, to a certain degree, and understandably, that's kind of feeding into some ongoing concerns about the virus. Um, and I know in terms of the yachts, the crews do a magnificent job of cleaning, but still, I think people want to know about health safety information. So how is your team communicating that type of information to the charter clients who are inquiring? Well, you know, of course, for the vast majority of people, the risks are very, very low. I think everyone understands that. But for a, a certain sector of society, those who are at risk due to their health or those that are slightly older, there, there is a genuine risk and they want to be reassured that everything is being done to protect them as much as possible. Um, of course, we all know, you know, you and I and us in the, in the industry, as it were, we know that there's probably nowhere cleaner or more sanitized or safe than on a yacht. Um, but trying to get that message across to the wider world is, is, is difficult. Um, we have issued guidelines to all of the yachts that we represent for charter. We're not in a position to enforce that a yacht must do testing of their crew or must uh, use a specific type of gel for cleaning, uh, deep cleaning their vessel or steam cleaning the staterooms. But we've issued a, 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 a strict set of guidelines as to what we advise and what we expect. Um, clients have started to make their own requests uh, within the context of their contracts, their charter contracts, about what they wish to see, uh, be that uh, testing of the crew or, or testing of uh, or, or owners wanting to test the guests. Um, and we've seen various uh, cancellation clauses coming in in relation to uh, um, you know, if someone's ill in the charter party or if someone is ill in the in the crew that uh, permits um, cancellation of the charter. So it's, it's a whole, again, unfortunately, another sort of minefield of, uh, of uh, things to get your head around. But we're certainly doing everything we can and our crew and our yachts are doing everything they can to make sure that the clients chartering the boats are indeed as safe as possible. Right, right. You know, you, you mentioned the cancellation policies, and I think that's something that uh, many of us have come become more aware of just because of the virus. So, is there a company that you work with in terms of knowing, um, not knowing, but guiding the charter contracts and the charter clients in terms of the cancellation policies? Um, at the moment, we're really working on a on a case by case basis with individual charter bookings that we're making. Um, you know, uh, you, you will be aware that the the MEBA agreement, as 
written. Um, now, with sort of hindsight, we've come to realize that this was fully um, in, in favor of the yacht owner and not in the favor of the charterer when it comes to these sort of matters. That, that was not done intentionally. Uh, this was done because COVID-19 and, and all these concerns didn't exist. So um, the, the cancellation policy was uh, certainly not in the favor of the charterer at all. Um, now, I know or I, I believe MIBA is drafting a sort of standard addendum that, that covers this, this matter, but I don't think it's, it's ready yet. So we are working with our own legal team and our charterer's lawyers uh, to work out contracts and, and addendums that cover their specific areas of interest. Some of them require, it, it more comes down to what either the owner of the boat requires or what the charter guests require um, in terms of testing of crew or um, you know, the, 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 the safety and um, uh, health and safety on board. So at the moment, it's something we're doing in-house uh, directly with our clients rather than treating as a, a generic approach. Um, but mm-hmm. maybe this will come through from MIBA. Yeah, yeah, good to know. It's it's definitely something that I think people will appreciate um, knowing is being worked on and, and will eventually be ironed out. Obviously, these things are never simple matters, you know, to, to word and to, uh, to enforce, but I'm sure they'll get there eventually. What about the, um, the destinations that people are, I, I want to talk a little bit more about the destinations that people are inquiring about. You had mentioned, you know, Croatia, you've done a few successful charters there, so that's good. Are the clients mostly, regardless of what destination they're going to right now, are they essentially staying closer to home versus doing the, the you know, transatlantic or maybe even trans-Pacific type of, of travels for the, you know, for the short term, for the summer season? One thing I'm always hesitant to do is, is to make generic comments about clients because they're all so individual and have such individual needs. But we have actually um, started to think, um, in, certainly in terms of our marketing at Northrop, um, about five different groups because there seem to be emerging five groups of clients from this uh, situation. Um, and just to sort of summarize them quickly, they would be you know, stay at home, stay close, stay away, back to normal and bucket list. And what I mean by that is there are clients that stay home. They're not going anywhere. They want to batten down the hatches, to use a good naval phrase, um, sit this out, not go anywhere, and, and shelve all their plans for next year. There are those that want to stay close. So perhaps for American clients, they don't want to go far. They'll perhaps venture to the Bahamas, maybe New England, but they're certainly not going to go transatlantic, and Europe is off the map for this summer. There's a group that wants to stay away, which really means going as remote as possible. And we've seen strong interest for things like the Arctic, things like, um, uh, you know, and even Antarctica, where they just feel that away from big groups of population, that's uh, presumably a good chance to visit these wildernesses and stay away from any uh, risk of infection. There's definitely a group that's back to normal. They, they are going to come for their summer charter in the Med, come what may, as soon as they're allowed, they're, they're going to get back on the normal boat in the normal place, and it's, it's uh, as back to normal as it possibly can be. And then there's the, uh, a growing group of what, what we call bucket listers. Um, you know, we see over the last few months just how precious life is, just how quickly things can change. And so they are booking those three months in Southeast Asia or that uh, 
that trip around the Northwest Passage, you know, they're they're really just going for it. And that that's so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't lump everyone into one group, so it's, you know, staying home, but those are the five groups as we see it. And um there are definitely clients that fall into each of those. Yeah. Those five groups are fascinating. It makes a lot of sense in the way you explained it. It I think it's um it's very much human nature to to kind of fall into you know, one type of mindset or another uh, just because you know we are all so different some people are very reticent other people are more of the I got to live life now while I can I'm going for it you know that's that's great to hear that there are so many different uh you know approaches and that some people really do want to continue with these dreams that they've had for a long time yeah I mean it's, it's a bit of a cliched phrase but the old phrase if not now when is possibly more applicable now than ever yeah yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And, you know, interestingly, along those same lines, that kind of leads me to my next question for you. I know Northrop and Johnson recently created a guide targeted to first-time charter clients, which I, I really would love for you to talk about because I've seen several companies publish articles over the years that were aimed at first-timers, but I honestly don't think that they succeeded in getting those first-timers on board. So how is your approach different, and, and what is this guide telling them? Um, I don't know if our approach is hugely different to, to what we've always tried to do in the past. I mean, you know, trying to bring new blood into the pool of clients is, I think, um, on all of our agendas you know, across the industry. Uh, that, that helps everyone. Um, so even if it's hard, even if it's tough, we should still be uh, trying to do it uh, and expanding it for the good of all. Um, first-time charterers, understandably, do have a lot of questions, uh, and they may sound very naive to us in the industry, but then they're, they're not stupid questions at all. You know, do I need to bring my own staff? Uh, do the crew come with the boat? Um, can we can we cover 900 nautical miles in three days? You know, these are things that they they genuinely don't have the answers to. They don't understand what the APA is. They've never just heard or discussed an APA. So, um, you know, we have we've produced a guide. It, it answers all of these what we would consider to be basic questions. It tells you the sort of things like where you can go, what you can do, what you can expect from your time on board, what activities you can undertake. Um, and the sort of amazing fun things one can do on a charter. The trick, of course, is to get that into the hands of new people that aren't dyed-in-the-wool yachtsmen, but are perhaps just thinking about it, uh, or perhaps who have ever, never even considered it. Um, but by working with some of our key partners around the world, we're able to at least identify those that are qualified and fit the profile financially, who then we can introduce the concept of charter, provide them with a first-time guide, um, and and go from there. Mm -hmm. Are you finding that you're getting some of these first-timers through the relationships you have with your partners like NetJets and some of the other luxury companies? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we have some very strong relationships, um, both uh, with you know NetJets being uh, in private aviation, uh, Lufthansa, uh, Corcoran re Real Estate, Northern Trust uh, in the banking. So across different sectors of, of the luxury market, we have uh, relationships with other companies that are uh, very close to ultra high net worth 
clients. Um, and they're very happy to introduce uh, us as uh, and our yachting services because it may whilst the client may have regularly chartered a jet from NetJet, they may not uh, regularly have uh, or, or in the past be introduced to yachting. So uh, these these partnerships are a good way for us to network uh, across each other's client bases and introduce new things and um, stimulate new business and and it works for the good of all. Good, good. Well, more power to you. Thank you. You know, it works very well. It works very well. Things are, things are good. going well. Good to hear. Well, everybody, if you'd like to learn more about what Northrop & Johnson is doing, especially if you'd like to check out that charter guide for newcomers and also the travel guide in reference to charter, what's opening and, and what can be done in different regions, definitely look at the website, which is northropandjohnson.com. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our feed automatically via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and now also Yachtcast on Super Yacht Radio. That wraps up this episode. I'm Diane Byrne. Music.